Good evening, godless sodomites. Oh, man. All right. But, uh, listen, listen. When you meet Robert Smith, you get his autograph for me. Oh, it's I'm bound to happen. It's yeah, bound to happen. Well, I don't at this know point. about that. No, no, it's gonna happen. It's going I'm, to. I'm gonna manifest that shit for yeah, you. Yeah, do some chaos magic for me. I'm gonna. Well, not. I was just gonna do like the lazy TikTok talk manifesting, whereas okay, I just say cool. it now and say I'm manifesting it, and then expect it to happen. Okay, I like that. I'll yeah. do the pentagram oh. jerk off session later, Chaz. Okay, Please. we're recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't fucking multitask? No. What kind of friend are you? <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to be awkward for you guys. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get started. Uh, welcome to the excommunication station. I am your host, Chaz. I'm joined by Donovan and Chrissy with a brand new night microphone. Congratulations. Hey. Hey-o. Oh, we're we're professionals now or something. Dude, I, I even. Know. Oh, shit. I got a notebook, too. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! I'm gonna get mine out because you just reminded me. Oh ah, man, we are we're, professional. We're on fire. I, it's because I got. That and I actually have my in. book in front of me. <gasps> oh, my dude, God. we're really getting it together. We are on the ball. I would like to thank all of our new listeners and oh, commenters yeah. and emailers for encouraging us to uh, get our shit together. <laughs> and our parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's a step in the right direction. Isn't that from Bedknobs and Broomsticks? <laughs> I don't know I don't that know. movie very well. Let's just move on. Before Me neither. There was um, magic involved and I yes. don't know, witches or some shit. Oh, yeah, direction. absolutely. Wasn't allowed to watch that. Uh, yeah, but uh, Andre, bro. Satanic uh, witchcraft stuff. <laughs> we are your hip new youth pastors. And I want to say at the top that we did, all three of us did grow up in the evangelical church. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to recover from the trauma of that. And this is the one of the ways that we do it. Uh, just wanted to put that out there. I don't know if people knew that we grew up in the church and that we weren't just speaking out of our asses. Um, but yeah, well, yeah. hope they would use contextual clues to figure that out because we could say, "When I was younger, the church did this to me." They'd probably yeah, hopefully. Be like, but I mean, yeah. new listeners were oh, fair, like that, fair so, enough. Yeah, I but, put our uh, our bio on TikTok is the church messed us up. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. But I, <laughs> I but never anyone, read our bio. <laughs> if anyone That's, did come. Anyone who did want to, like, I feel like if there was anyone who did want to, like, you know, dispute, dispute anything we were saying, they would come here saying that to begin with. So I think it is good to start with that. They're probably like, yeah, they probably didn't even go to the church. So, yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. a good way. Or they that went to be- some weird church where it, right. that doesn't happen in real Christianity. I went to the Southern Baptist Convention School. Like, yeah, <laughs> I went happened. to three different churches, so uh, all different de- denominations and yep. the I systematic went- shit is all the same. So. I went to um, poor churches, rich churches, uh, all of them. It was like a fucking Oscar Mayer commercial. Yeah. I went kids, to a like kids. middle class <laughs> church that became a rich church. Ooh. And ooh, that was a fascinating ooh, transformation like to watch. Yeah, oh, sounds yeah. like a, a documentary on Hulu coming out next week. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> May very well be. I mean, when you have your own restaurant, bookstore, school, and oh, daycare shit. all on the same church campus. And you're a using campus. Eminent- yeah. It's a church campus. Uh, I never went like- to a church with a campus. Well, it's like it's the big ass church. So it's got the sanctuary yeah. uh, with lo- that holds like I think five or seven thousand people. Jesus and Christ. And they have uh then they have a, a school there and um the coffee shop 
slash books bookstore and then a restaurant and then the daycare and then there's the special entrance for the pastor where oh um, shit he parks he has like a little um we special put garage right in the rear right back that here. only he can use and that's where um he parks his harley davidson and oh, him shit. and the other associate pastors go riding their harleys after church on hell sundays yeah. and showing off their it was a hell of a it was a hell of a evolution to watch christ road angels yeah dude that sounds oh that did they have like a back a- entrance because of all the paparazzi yes that's <laughs> the one i'm talking about with the garage For real. <laughs> holy fucking hell they wouldn't want to see him sneaking out the back with all the, the all the you know with all the money people. yeah the bags full of money yeah and oh. the church hookers yeah <laughs> oh. Oh, all right we need to get into this workers. Church yeah, I, they're called I, altar boys, Chris. You give him some respect. <laughs> All right, that uh, was great. And, yeah, and with that, uh, onward. Can I do this? Can I do this? <laughs> we got to move along, guys. I, we I can't digress. do another two and a half hour episode. I mean, uh, we could. Well, I mean, we could. We have no time it was limit. Very but, entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> for me personally. Oh, I cracked. I cried laughing at it. Oh, uh, all right sing your song sing your song yes uh, <laughs> onward christian nationalist oh, marching on culture wars oh jesus with the cross of donald going <laughs> on before drag queens in the library oh, are our major foe forward into battle we just overturned row oh that got very real very fast and i don't i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) uh and yeah while you guys are processing that um this is the inquisition and uh Go ahead. I feel like I feel like one of those frogs bodies that you just hit with like a battery to play in science class. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> oh shit! Like the the frog that the dad tells Dahmer about, and I think it's like episode two or three. Haven't watched. Yeah. It oh no. shit! Let's not let's not go into it. Um, we'll it's be a we'll lot. Rolling off the rails. Uh, it is but, uh, a lot. Yeah, it is I, a lot. I I, I want to watch it. I do. I do. I just haven't yet. I'm watching Stranger Things with Mia still. So okay. All right. Yeah. Stick with that. I we just watched them cut into Will's fake body last night, and it was falling. It was stuffing, and Mia was like, "What is going on?" (laughs) (laughs) She was like, "I know he's in the fourth season." I'm like, "Yeah." So like, let's figure this out, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me he might be. That's why I always tell CJ like. Buddy, I think Lightning McQueen's gonna win the race. Like you've seen it before. It's it's probably gonna be okay. He's like, but mom, what's gonna happen? It's like, well, we'll, we'll figure it out, right? Oh man, we'll get there I, again. Yeah, it's the best. Um, yeah. Uh, so I had to have a discussion. I had therapy this morning, um, oh, and good for you. Uh, I had to have a discussion about the the thing that happened right before we got on. When you got uh, famous. Yeah, where I got famous, I guess. Uh, and I had to deal Hollywood. with. I was talking to my therapist about the issue of pride. Mm. So, what were you guys told about having pride in yourself? Do not. Yeah. Ever. 
Mm-hmm. All glory to God. Store up your treasures in heaven. Feeling pride is a direct reflection of uh, Satan's influence on your life because anything mm-hmm. good you do is attributable to God because you are like a filthy rag in terms of righteousness. So all you need to do is focus on how you can glorify God and minimize yourself, you dirty mm-hmm. little piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, uh, that encapsulates it for me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I heard a lot about that as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And, and thanks, Dad. So, yeah. So <laughs> thanks, Coach DeWoody. <laughs> so therapy went kind of like this, where it was like, uh, well, what are the feelings that you're feeling? And, you know, what's good? What's bad? And like, why are you feeling the bad? And like, uh, it was, isn't like, it I insidious, went- though, like to make you feel bad? for feeling good about yourself yeah what the and that's fuck what I kind of lesson is that yeah and i was like i was like it it has there's this thing with pride and we got into it and and my therapist grew up in the evangelical church uh and she knows about all this stuff but she never really she's like i never even thought about this and she was like so what were you told about pride and then i told her everything that i was basically everything you just said chrissy mm-hmm. and then uh um she was like, okay, well, let me read you the definition of pride. And Holy shit, what is the definition? I, I know, right? My mind was, I never thought to look. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'll read it to you right now. Pride, a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. The achievements of those who, with whom you, one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Another definition is conscious consciousness of one's own dignity oh Oh. i mean that first part about intense pleasure about your accomplishments Mm -hmm. i mean every day Mm -hmm. when i look at my kids or i leave the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) yeah and no 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 that's no sense and We were, I was struggling and I'm still struggling with it. It's, it's something that I told her it's going to be an issue for a long time of just uh, trying to take some admiration for anything good that I might do. Um, yeah. Cause you, no, your whole life, to, yeah. all of us, we've been taught to feel bad for feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think, and yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say this conversation that you bringing this up and stuff is making me realize how much I don't realize that that teaching is still there because of how easy it was for me to say like, Oh yeah, pride is bad because of blah, blah, blah. Like, like Chrissy just did, you know, like in my head, I do that consistently where mm-hmm. for, there's still a part of my brain that I don't realize still thinks pride is bad for me personally. Like when I mm-hmm. see like LGBTQ pride and stuff, I'm like, that is so awesome. Yeah. Be proud of who you are. I tell my kids every day, be proud of who you are and stuff, mm-hmm. but I never really realized that, that when it comes to me being prideful, I don't allow it because of that still. Yeah. Because you have to feel bad about wow. feeling good. You really mm-hmm. just made me realize that you just blew my fucking mind, Chaz. Like for real. Yeah. And so I told her this week I'm really going to focus on the definition of that word. And yeah. because the definition that we have is not is it's accurate. always bad. It's yeah. it's yeah, the definition we have is completely wrong. It's a um, so we we need I need to I'm not saying we but I need to reevaluate that definition and try to change it mm. um, to what it actually is so I can move forward in trying to take some pride in the fact that my picture was in a in a magazine 
Hell yeah, um, man. Like, For people I'm, who are listening who don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Explain it. I I do another podcast, I plug at the end, the holy hour, where we talk about the cure of the band. And uh, my co-host, Gavin, one of my closest friends, uh, love you, Gavin. Uh, he was interviewed by uh, somebody that works for this magazine in the UK called Blitz Magazine, which is a music magazine. Um, and we were ex- he was expecting to get like a blurb in the back of the magazine, and it turned out to be like a three-page article. And there's our faces just in the middle of the thing with articles and interviews with people like Peter Hook from New Order and uh, the one of the guys from OMD, um, Soft Cell, and a couple other bands. And like, so fucking cool, dude. I'm, I'm trying to. Still I am proud of you. It. I yeah, am super I proud of you. I'm proud to and call you my friend. I'm man. calling it that. <laughs> I'm saying I am experiencing intense pleasure from the accomplishments mm-hmm. of and somebody uh, close to me. I yes. am super proud of you. And oh, I, yeah. and, and with that, I was like, I am super proud of Gavin and what he accomplished. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, but I can't have those feelings for myself. Right. And that's what a lot of it was, was, was dealing. And I'm still dealing with it. Cause as you're saying that I still feel guilty that I'm having this. Oh, I felt awkward saying it. So, yeah. That's legit. I I felt awkward saying it because pride is bad. I hate both of you so much. (laughs) I felt awkward too. That's why I jumped on the back of Chrissy's second going, yeah, man, me too. (laughs) Because I want to say it, but I feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how how much time do, uh, or how much pride do we have in our kids when they accomplish something? But do we take any pride in the fact that if we had any help in them accomplishing, not that we should boost ourselves up and ignore what our kids do but like did you help your kids study for that test i mean did you put the effort in as a parent to do x y and z i so, mean i took them to school know, that's about it some parents don't even do that and on time right i mean nah. and i'm not saying that you have to <laughs> pat yourself on the back on everything that you do but there's certain things that we have that i know that we have to overcome Absolutely. and uh, especially with bad examples of parenting and that we need to take a little bit more uh, reflection on and take a little bit more pride in. So, but actually, really, that's uh, some food for thought, yeah. <clears throat> I think, for everyone on this call this week and maybe other people listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Get, uh, I'll get real therapeutic. Uh, like my therapist says to me, I want you to sit with that this week and really yeah. process it. And yeah. I will. I really will. Mm. Yeah. See, if my therapist said something like that to me, I would just look at him like, why are you doing not This would be the last one. This no. be the last one. <laughs> I don't like that. He talk. says it a lot less condescending than I sound. <laughs> okay. He's usually like, well, our time's up. So let's just sit with that. Because <laughs> we'll often after my therapy today. sessions, my therapist looks like he needs a drink. <laughs> He's always like, wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, my, you, my you're therapy. in the middle of an existential crisis, but our time is up. <laughs> yeah. my, Peace. my therapist always ends our video sessions. Like she's like uh, patting a dog that just got euthanized. It's closing its eyes for the last time. I'm like, oh my okay. okay, buddy. We're gonna talk next week, all right? You yeah. hang in there. Just all close right. your oh. eyes. It's okay. Oh it's man. Be all right. <laughs> I feel so jealous because I'm uh, like I'm not jealous. I I that's not the right word. Reverse Are you proud that. of him? <laughs> okay uh, to say you're proud of him. Because my therapist is always like, "So what did we get out of today?" 
And then I have to actually go through of like oh, what we yeah. actually talked about and like dig out something that like I have to go with in the next week. And like, I'm just like, okay. Fuck. Probably, do you like, have a book report at the end of therapy? Yeah. No, thank sort you. Sort of, but it's always good because I'm always like, I got to think of something that, that I got out of this. So Right. And it also no. like pulls you out of like a bad, probably mm -hmm. mechanism of like pulling away and shit because the second you said it i was like i don't want to do that but then my my good side of my brain's like but you probably need to buddy you probably need yeah. to work through that feeling <laughs> yep absolutely so jesus christ this episode is going to be long um, why are we uh, trying to get better guys all right i know uh, if you're not feeling your feelings you're holding your feelings yep yep and all that stuff is true even though it feels cheesy to us sometimes. No, it is. I no, no, no. <sighs> I, I have to make fun of it. Otherwise, I would. <sighs> that's yeah. all my brain doing. would just explode yeah, if I did not make fun of the shit that I learned in therapy. Uh, yeah. That's how I process things is I mock it until it becomes part mm -hmm. of me. And then I just do it ironically. <laughs> yep. And now we just all three do it together on a recording and put it out to people. <laughs> yeah. 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 And some people like it. No, I yeah. That, yeah. A few people. So that's cool. <laughs> Um, awesome. uh, but we need to move along. We need to do the most important thing, and that is to pray. So hold the hand of the person next to you and bow your head. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. As we've been observing here, there were gymnastics and martial arts type of uh, thrusting and, and jumping here with the Thundercats. And again, taken from Hinduism and ancient pagan symbolism. But there's also what we saw here called the sword. Uh, it has the eye of Thundera. Do you, can you tell me anything about what the eye of Thundera is? The, the sword of omens that Lionel, the, the hero of this cartoon, carries is the object of the whole thing, trying to control this sword. Now, it's called the sword of omens, and there is an eye in the center called the eye of Thundera. It's a red eye. Mm -hmm. And when placed to the forehead, you, it enables you to see into the future, to tell if there's danger around. Now, this third eye is mm. directly from the third eye of Hinduism. And when you travel through India, you notice that that third eye is almost always red. Absolutely. And so we're seeing, again, an occult practice in the children begin to pick up the idea that this third eye is part of everyday life and that they should look for things in their own lifestyles that would identify with Hinduism, the occult, and mystical Eastern religion. Creating a desire for the occult again. I'm absolutely astounded. And we notice that Lino spoke with his dead father as we're going to see in the next clip. Gotta have you on my wall, cause I want your skulls. I need your skulls. Jesus can't uh, drive for shit, I, though. Uh, no, I'm glad I don't have to do any more Pat Robertson things for a while. So, uh, oh, meet the Pat Pat. Yeah, Miss Pat Pat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guys, it's it's spooky season, so yay! we're gonna yay we're gonna kick off the Halloween season with some old fashioned satanic panic. Oh yeah! Wait, are you letting your kids trick or treat? Yeah, every year. Uh, oh, so I mean, you are going to hell? Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'm I'm really hoping we get some of that Skittle looking fentanyl. Um, Dude, in, in I, where are these houses that are giving out edibles? Because nobody likes my kids them. that much. Dude, now they're saying. 
They're saying yeah. Delta Eight ones are getting mixed in with it now too, because they're like those are easier to get your hands on. I'm like, but still, where? <laughs> yeah, I'm not spending fifty dollars on four gummies so I can get some <laughs> random neighbor kid high. That's yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, Fox News' big thing is fentanyl this year, so uh, oh, of course. Yeah, can't go with weed anymore. You got to go a little bit stronger. A little bit stronger. What am I saying? Yeah, uh, a lot anyway. stronger. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys going to be for Halloween? This is a very important question. And oh. in fact, it might be my own Inquisition question. Um, Brayden is going to be the the cheerleader girl from Stranger Things that died. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great costume. Chrissy, yeah. And then my son is going to, my oldest son is going to be Negan. Okay. Um, So he's going to get a Lucille. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to find a leather jacket right now. Um, My wife will not let me put the baseball bat and barbed wire, which I completely disagree with. Why don't you get fake barbed wire? Or just get like a fake chain. Do it real or don't do it at all. Uh, Okay, Jazz. Uh... (laughs) Um, I am going I'm to proud try of to... your commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying I was gonna to go find... as Abraham, but not now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna <laughs> my kid was gonna go as Isaac. Uh, and my wife is gonna be the altar. Uh but uh <laughs> good lord. I was going I'm trying to find the Baja Blast costume. So... Nice, nice. Yeah. That's but uh what are you beautiful. guys gonna be? Donovan? Oh, uh, we were uh throwing around the idea of just going as the belchers oh that's nice yeah because that's like our our family show and shit but then uh, now the kids keep changing their mind Allie wants to be a a zombie mermaid mia wants to be something from fortnite i think Uh, and grayson wants to be something from fortnite and danielle and me last night decided that we might try to just go as naja and laszlo excellent what about you chrissy well my six-year-old i have been watching old godzilla movies with him i think i told oh, you that man. yeah uh, because godzilla was my favorite as a kid in fact i had a cat named godzilla oh, um <clears throat> so now he wants to be mecha godzilla the, mm. the godzilla oh, robot oh, hell yeah but that costume doesn't Good. exist Good so, luck with that. Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm going to have to get creative this year. The two-year-old wants to be uh, whatever the six-year-old wants to be. Um, <laughs> One of them be Mothra. Yeah. Hell well, yeah. yeah, I was thinking of making the two-year-old baby Godzilla, but we'll see. Godzuki or whatever from the yeah. cartoon? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to go as a sexy gorilla. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I saw at Target that there's like a gorilla suit and it's got like a like a plastic chest. So I was just gonna cut the chest out and wear a push-up bra. Oh my god. Very cool. <laughs> be like the sexiest gorilla ever. That's hilarious. Or before I cut the chest out, I'll probably trick-or-treat with the kids and be uh, a gorilla. <laughs> a real gorilla. <laughs> All right. This is working uh, girl gorilla and yeah. regular gorilla. <laughs> One punches a clock. Stop but there. when the night is hers, things get. <laughs> what? What was I the intro to, to get Taxi Confessions? <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, but uh, in my parents' house, holidays were either not celebrated at all, or they were the worst times of the year, full of shame, anger, disappointment, and anxiety. 
And green bean and, casserole, I would imagine. Yes, and Halloween was no different. <laughs> I was born in 1980 as I emerged from my mother's vagina being kicked off, which actually kicked Whoa. off the satanic panic. I didn't know if you guys knew that or not. Oh, That's um, an so. image. Yeah. You just I, crowning out a vagina and being like, hail Satan. Yeah, absolutely. And pressing some big red button that said, start the panic. Yep. Um, but actually, the 1980 bullshit and fear mongering book, Michelle Remembers, stoked the fire that would be that has been there in the evangelical world for centuries. Then the McMartin's preschool trial really took the fears and narrative the evangelicals have been pushing and catapulted into the mainstream. Mm. We're not going to dive into either, but the McMartin trial was pure hysteria like the Salem witch trials. They ended up being the longest and most expensive, expensive set of trials in our nation's history. And no one was convicted, but people went to jail. Families and personal lives were torn apart. Millions of dollars was spent over a child having a hard time taking a shit and a mother with paranoid schizophrenia losing a grip on reality. It was it was huge, though, especially in the Christian circles. Mm -hmm. I remember um, one like Sunday school teacher saying that us kids who go to daycare, if anybody tries to like flush you down the toilet to tell your parents. (laughs) No, they didn't. Is that, they am didn't, I the only one? <laughs> I didn't go to preschool, so I have no clue. Because um, in the in the McMartin preschool trial, it, I don't remember it, it completely, but there's something about them flushing kids down the toilet, and then some, yeah, yeah. I don't but the kids were either. were okay afterward. I don't. I couldn't hear uh, any of my Sunday school teachers over them like having nine fucking butterscotches in their goddamn mouths. <laughs> <laughs> or there's original yeah, all the funny. clacking oh, church uh the preschool became the comet ping pong pizza of pizzagate uh <laughs> they they were shipping kids in via underground tunnels satanic rituals like orgies sacrifices and of course child sexual abuse and child trafficking the only difference Weird that it. I was warned about Perception. the toilet, not the sexual abuse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just giving you swirlies? What the what's <laughs> satanic swirlies? They didn't uh, want to muck up honestly, the plumbing. They're more worried about that than you know the children. Yeah. yeah. Satanic swirlies is also a really cool band name. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like something from a diary of a wimpy kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh the only difference it. is. Yeah, the only difference is that Pizzagate, uh, the mainstream didn't jump in feet first. The nightly news wasn't filled with allegations of news pizzerias setting up tunnels like it was in the 1980s with preschools. QAnon, Alex Jones, and the fear of the deep state is no doubt huge, but it's not mainly demon. It's mainly demonized by the mainstream media and the public. Unlike the 1980s and early 90s, when you could turn on your local news and be scared to death with reports of ritual sacrifice because someone painted a pentagram on a wall of a school. (laughs) Another thing that the McMartin school trial did was help fuel an evangelical hysteria that meant a parent must insulate their child from the outside world based on what they saw as a danger. For some, that was turning off the radio and turning on focus on the family. 
For others, it was a complete wall of anything that might be secular, and this includes everything from friends to school to movies, and most importantly, a child's toys and cartoons. And we all know how satanic Rachel and Ross were. <laughs> that is a, a highly toxic relationship, and that is a, a, mm-hmm. a thesis for another day. Yeah, but you uh, thought it was a fucking joke, though. So let's yeah let's point that out. <laughs> yeah, it is a I joke, but I just gotta throw it out there. Um, Toxicity of Ross and Rachel. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, other than like toys and 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 kids stuff, m- music was the big thing yeah. that they always hit on. Yeah. And it it was just like you're saying, um, you got to push everything away. We were on, we were told that worship, like praise music and classical mm-hmm. was it. And some were play rights of spring and start a riot, motherfucker. <laughs> <For All right. laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my stepfather came into our family when I was about three in 1984. Uh, this was also the dawn of the golden age of cartoons and toys. Hanna-Barbera, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, and Mickey Mouse were on the back burner for just about all kids. Mm -hmm. The new breed of cartoons were fun, violent, weird, and unique. These cartoons included the Smurfs, Masters of the Universe, or He-Man, G.I. Joe, Rainbow Bright, Thundercats, Voltron, Transformers, Cabbage Patch Kids, The Wuzzles, Dungeons and Dragons, and more. She-Ra, Princess of Power. Yep. Jim. uh, Oh, Jim and the Rockers. Uh, the toy industry cashed in with the star wars craze and jumped right into production of toys from your favorite cartoons and sometimes movies this is a pop culture movement which is still very much alive today and hadn't been seen up to that point so for pretty much from the jump evangelicals were ready to beat back anything that might challenge the superiority of their beliefs and power structure even cartoons. Well, Chitaro was making a lot of boys slip up. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Oh uh, yeah, well, made a lot of boys cheated on mom. If you know what I mean. <laughs> back to no. my past traumas. <laughs> Listen, it's not just boys. A lot of people <laughs> had yeah. a crush on Chitara. She. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's not like Lionel can even compare. You know what? Another day. Yeah. Yeah. Another. What? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie and say Lionel didn't make me question things. All right. So, but I know where I am now and I'm comfortable. <laughs> I have a he little man bit of blood. He would have been great, but his hair. A panthro, though. Panthro is jacked as fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, I wanted him to hold me. Uh, Again, he probably could cuddle. Question yeah. things. I, I have a little bit of blood rushing to the head of my penis right now. This, uh, it's it's that know. white weird goatee. That's what gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna. I thought you were talking about his dick. I was like, the white weird what now? <laughs> oh man, that patch around his mouth. You know that white. Just let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> what about Snarf? Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, Panthro. Anyone who had a crush on Snarf is now a furry. God damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James Dobson and Focus on the Family, among others, were going on the air and telling parents, just say no when it comes to the new Care Bear episode or doll. My I just se- got to say it really quick. Every time you say his name, focus on your own fucking family, Dobson. Mm. Yeah, stop beating your dog. Yeah. Um, and your my- dick. I'll go yeah. back to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
my stepfather drank drank up Dobson, uh, and then it flowed into our house and into my life. He didn't want to make the same mistakes he made with his past children when he was a godless heathen and how and how they are living non-Christian lives. I'm sure it had nothing to do with the physical, emotional and sexual abuse or now, you know, spiritual abuse. Let's just add that into that. It was the TV shows and the violence and sex that you would see every day on TV. So uh, I know, Donovan, we've talked about parents blaming other things rather than their own actions hell yeah um, and yeah. Then making it seem like it's your fucking fault for them doing the things they're doing yeah yeah so yeah the yeah textbook the, the, abuse yeah gi joe is gonna make me violent not you beating the shit out of me anyway hey but uh, Chaz, the, the more you know the more you know and knowing is half the battle, half the battle. <laughs> The first TV we had was a small color one, um, but it only got a handful of channels from the antenna on the top of our trailer, which remained off unless my stepfather was home. Our first Christmas together, we spent a time, uh, some time at my grandmother's house, uh, who I called Nana. Uh, she, she had no clue what to buy her grandkids for Christmas, so I assumed that she grabbed whatever five-year-old would want uh, in the winter of 1985. Uh, she got me a Masters of the Universe action figure. Hell yeah. Grizzlor. Cool. Which yeah. one? Grizzlor. Nice. Uh, was the last toy or gift I would ever get from my grandmother as she would die the following spring. My stepfather refused to let it in our house. It was satanic or demonic and would infect us all because, again, it was the toys and cartoons, not his inability to regulate or control his emotions and anger. Grizzlor went right in the trash. These are the, these are the little things that evangelical fundamental, fundamentalism stole from my childhood. Not the toy, but the last memory I have of my grandmother, and now it's marred by stupidity. On a happier you couldn't note... couldn't even donate it to somebody else? No. Well, no. Why would you be spreading Satanism around? Um, <laughs> on a happier That's note... That's just with Christian logic, though. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> out of my house, out of my problems. <laughs> <laughs> my wife got me a Grizzler action figure for Christmas a long time ago, and I wow. have a Grizzler tattoo on my leg with the word Nanan above it. So that's awesome. Um, Is that yeah. the, the leg with the bruise? No, the opposite one. My oh, kid okay. hit me with a fastball on my shin, and I have a giant bruise on my leg. Yeah, that um, leg is clearly protected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when my grandmother died, she left my mother a little bit of amount of money. Uh, so we were able to buy a shitty half a double house, which we talked about in a past episode. Um, uh, I know I brought up my stepfather's desk a few times, but it's where uh, I found the subject of today's episode. Uh, we would always have, he would always have a current book he was reading on his desk. And I would always have to walk by his desk that was on, uh, on the way to the downstairs toilet. Uh, he had a small office in our laundry room and it was impossible to miss it. Uh, I walked by it every single day. Um, I hunted down a few of the books that he had on his desk over the years, either physical copies or PDFs. Uh, some of them have come in handy in our past episodes. This book was one of the absolutely net last nails to be put in the coffin of my childhood pop culture wor world. The name of the book is The Turmoil in the Toy Box by Phil Phillips. This book, along with some other future Phil Phillips book and a video called 
deception of a generation fueled parents across the country to ban everything from Rainbow Bright to Barney from their houses as he took in tons of money from parents petrified of the satanic panic taking over the country. So with that, we are going to dive into this book. And uh, we were going to do another book called Saturday Morning Mind Control, which is the, uh, basically part two of this. Um, he does have a terminal in the toy box part two. Uh, but uh, Saturday Morning Mind Control is basically the book we're going to read. But it's a lot more detailed, a lot longer. Um, I think he got a professional writer to help him um, because this book is shitty. <laughs> it's shittily written. Um, so yeah are you guys ready yeah Anybody? man is this is gonna be like does he just basically like point out symbolism and satan and shit yes is that, oh yes i'm so ready for this. this is like my favorite shit like those fucking monster can videos and shit i love that shit I'm like you're right. so stupid <laughs> chris are you there I, mean, I am now i had to pee oh, i wasn't okay. trying All to right. an, uh advertise it but i think i went really fast because my uh <laughs> recording closet is in the bathroom oh that's quite all right um all right so unlike uh, the laundry room i was, <laughs> I was originally going to have you guys just like give me a cartoon and i was going to go to it and read it but it's all broken up in different sections based on these chapters so i figure we're just going to go through it a little bit so one's piece like by piece lucifer and it's like if you watch episode four of he-man or the Masters no it's of the not Universe. that detailed it's like uh in the one thing about let's see can i get to it we'll get it, to it I'm, if you yeah, watch we'll... smurfs gargamel <laughs> is clearly a jew i wish his voice was like that but it's very high pitched and nasally and just like so we're going to start off in chapter two. Uh, the first chapter is called Unaware, which is basically about parents unaware of the evils of oh. the TV. And uh, which is a, the, um, like the first step of a sales pitch is tell yeah. you what you need. You didn't even yeah. know you needed this. You didn't know that your yeah. children were. Put this the, in my notepad. Yeah, the only quote I'll pull out of the unaware chapter is the goal of Christian parents should not be to rear perfect children, but to guide their children to a place where they arrive at adulthood healthy, happy, well-adjusted, and spiritually alive. I have huh. never met a perfect child, but I have met adults who were tribute to their godly parents. Ew. The <laughs> the necessity of reaching children for jesus at their earliest age cannot be overstated the bible says the gospel message is so simple that even a fool can understand it if a fool can comprehend the message of G the message of the gospel and experience the saving grace of jesus christ then a child of two or three can comprehend that message no that is key to this book okay and I know you just said no. So tell me why you said no. So how old? Two, two to three? Two or three. Uh, people don't really think that, right? That's a, a toddler in the pre-operational stage of brain development. <laughs> They're supposed to Who, believe this. They're, they got no, not that they is, believe it. They also understand it. So what is uh piaget 
uh, calls this, uh, it's not a state, it's like a substage, uh, uh, the symbolic function substage. Okay. Uh, it's when kids start having an imagination. They mm-hmm. start speaking in short sentences. There's no fucking way that they could comprehend a, the social, political, um, long-term ramifications of that sort of choice slash information. Maybe they can't without Jesus, Chrissy. <laughs> valid point. Very valid point. <laughs> I mean, but I want you. Yeah, your brain. Your your in two to four, your brain isn't even. Your brain doesn't even get to ninety percent of it as its adult size until you're mm-hmm. like six or seven. Um, your prefrontal cortex is growing. I mean. <sighs> until you're like a pre-adolescent yeah um you really when you hit puberty is and your brain starts going through all of the hormones and um and changes that come with puberty do Mm -hmm. you really start having um Com- more complex problem solving skills. Now, yeah. whether you're able to use them is another story because mm-hmm. we all know that 11 to 14 year olds are just dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have an 11 year old and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> right? But your prefrontal lobe, I mean, not till you're like 25. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. I don't even think people should be allowed to join the military until they're 25 and can fully understand the ramifications. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people are pushing for you yeah, to be at least 24 to buy a, a semi-automatic rifle. I'm fine um, with that. Yeah. My absolutely. 2 to 4 year old doesn't even understand the ramifications of shitting on the rug like Mm-hmm. yeah but you're you're saying that a child can understand salvation uh eternal damnation and somebody dying for you to wipe away imaginary sins honestly um, that just sounds like grooming yes. oh yeah absolutely um oh, i but- want to also clarify that i don't think my daughter's a, a dumbass I was, I was talking about <laughs> as far as like you know critical they make dumbass decisions, decisions yes sometimes. oh yeah i'm not decisions. saying it's a cool. it's a character flaw i'm saying it's uh it's a feature not a bug yes Yes. yeah my my wife's had to ask her to stop drawing on her 80 dollars shoes four times this week so yes yes very cool yes uh (laughs) but i want everybody to keep that in mind when we continue on this book of what phil phillips thinks a child can comprehend and understand and what they can't so uh while preaching and this goes into the second chapter uh startling discovery while preaching in Florida, I went to a mall to buy some shaving supplies. After the leaving mall? The, the mall, yeah, I guess they used to have shaving supplies in the mall. Uh, after leaving know? the <laughs> after leaving the store, I did I did something I have not done in years. I walked into a toy store. The first uh... toy... <laughs> we're not going to read too much into that. The first toy I'm I getting saw... shaving supplies. I'm not a creep. <laughs> Go to Walgreens, then weirdo. <laughs> the first toy i saw was a toy called skeletor 
which was holding a ram's head staff in its hand. I I mean, it wasn't like that. (laughs) I immediately recognized the ram's head as an occult symbol. I decided to buy the toy. I went back to the (laughs) house. I went back to the house and opened the wrapping around the toy. Inside was a comic book, which I read with astonishment. How could any sane person sell this to a child? I thought it was loaded, absolutely loaded with a cult from beginning to end. But you still bought it. Yeah, I still if bought it. If you were metal, you'd have fucking stolen it like somebody <laughs> in the 700 pin. <laughs> After you read it, he's like, Brett, I've attributed to the cause. <laughs> you know, he just saw it and was like, fucking badass. Oh, oh wait, yeah. I got to I gotta justify this expense on the credit card to the church. <laughs> oh, it's evil. <laughs> We sent you for shaving cream. What the fuck is Skeletor? <laughs> Why'd you go to the mall, weirdo? For shaving cream? Yeah. <laughs> so he continues and, and, and talks about his ministry and where it's going. And then uh, he said, originally, I had been hesitant to ask a friend to shoot photographs because I knew I would not be able to afford his charges. He wants photographs to bring to churches to show them. Um he is an exceptional photographer, and his photographs were on the cover of Cycle Magazine for four, 14 months in a row. Humble oh, brag. Right. Uh, well, I mean, don't yeah. most Christians believe that if you get photographed, it seals your soul? I think, or is that a different I, religion? Yeah, that's a different religion. Um, usual thing, unusual things happened during the time he was setting up the shoot for the photographs for me, like, like blown fuses and Ooh. problems with the camera equipment. Oh things, that have, things that have never happened before. <laughs> when he <He's>... realized, <laughs> go ahead. He, he claimed they were technical difficulties. <laughs> when Nobody's realized... ever blown a fuse before. <laughs> when he realized what was happening, he called my parents and told them. After praying what? with them, I don't know why he called his parents. After praying with them, he went back to work without any problems. It was apparent to us that Satan was trying to keep this ministry from being launched. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh... You know what? Hear me out. Let's start a shitty company, guys, and then go to churches to do this business and then act like it's not working because of demonic possession and then tell them to pray. And then once they pray, it worked. And then so you want to be like an old timey snake oil salesman. Tell me more. Yes, because (laughs) (laughs) because this is better than other stay at home moms who sell essential oils i want to sell hey that's their that's their new taxes that's their new taxes (laughs) yep yep he continues a little bit later he says a great number of toys on the market today especially the more popular ones are based on some on are based on some of the very ideas namely witchcraft (laughs) idolatry emulations and murders that god warns against and then I know you guys can't see it, but there's a very weird picture that he that somebody drew for him where it shows a child with its head open and its brain exposed. Oh. Um, and it says and they're looking at a picture of a broken home oh. and it says on, in the brain it has it's like a meme toys, television, sex, violence and games. And Could the, this the be why God frowning. was trying to stop this photo shoot because they were breaking open kids heads. It's a drawing. <laughs> Oh, the next picture underneath it is, yeah, it's, it's, it's a picture of a of a 
put together home and the child smiling same with his head open and his brain exposed and the words on it say love peace kindness truth and goodness that is so i yeah, guess that... if you play with toys you're going to end up in a broken home um i know my parents that... got divorced because of he-man uh, <laughs> mine too um the, <laughs> the first couple that, that, it was literally that drake meme that's what so you were yeah absolutely yeah, yeah 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 uh, now we're going to go into the third chapter because these chapters are relatively short called Let's Pretend. Okay. Starts off. As the Lord has spoken to me earlier, when a child plays with a toy, he projects his imagination into that toy. Well, in yeah. some, in <laughs> some, what? I'm just saying that checks out. That's so far. <laughs> I good. mean, fair enough. Yeah. In some doing, the toy becomes an extension of himself. Again, it becomes out. real just as real as his parents and peers mm. okay mm. losing me losing me <laughs> so mm. children children can understand the complex nature of salvation in jesus christ in the bible but they can't differentiate between a small toy and their parents yes cite your sources what do you mean that you- <laughs> Uh, is there is see. there a uh, is he there does a, have a source in the back? He does have footnotes. What what is his footnote? What's his source for that? Let me get your source here. We got chapter three, source one. Albert Be- Dagger, playing with danger. Some popular toys analyzed. Media Spotlight, nineteen eighty five. So my guess it's another Christian. Another biased thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. All right. It's really Moving easy to, up. it's really easy to just like claim shits connected when, you know, you, you have really shitty sources. So, yeah, I mean, they, this is, they already have a, what a, uh, they already know what they believe right. and now they're just steering everything towards it. So, um, yeah, my friend in the same field said that this is good. So it's good. <laughs> uh, and it goes on, although imagination is a gift of God. It can be influenced and perverted by outside forces. Okay. Those... All I'm saying is that if somebody had sent me the fucking script, I could have looked up some of these sources and directly refuted them, especially based off of what they're. God damn it. <laughs> I'm reading from a goddamn book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's these really cool things called phones, they have cameras. You can take a picture. I'm not going to take a I'm picture not, of all the sources and send them to you and where boomer. they line up on the page. <laughs> this cost me $2 from thriftbooks.com. <laughs> Going on. Those I'm which sorry, affect, Hollywood. Those which, oh God, those which affect a child's training are parents, toys, television, movies, books, and magazines, music, pornography, and peer pressure. Okay, that's that's not wrong. Those are yeah. all things that do affect your cognitive development, your worldview, yep. uh, your and most importantly, your resiliency. Yeah, um, actually, this is continuing. Parents' behavior is prime the primary influence. Mm-hmm. However, parents are often quote unquote too busy to spend a great deal of time with their children. Imagine res- what this fucker has to say about cell phones now. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) As a result, children learn through other sources. These influences guide a child's imagination. 
They form mental images for the child so he can recreate them during his play time and incorporate them into his own life. Again, he's not wrong. The the little uh, a couple of the yep. little friends my six year old has <laughs> when they're playing with to- when they're playing with toys, they'll look up and go, "Don't forget to like and subscribe." <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, <laughs> Which I think is hilarious, but it's probably not great development. Yeah. Um, often when this is continuing later on, uh, often when a person fantasizes too much on one thing, especially on something filled with the occult, they the, that fantasy runs the risk of becoming a reality. Herein lies the problem. So this guy is right on the right path sometimes and just same as right the pearls. Off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> Same as the pearls. Uh, in um in to train up a child, it really pissed me off how often they were correct. They just mm-hmm. took those correct assumptions and made the absolutely incorrect conclusion. Yep. Yep. Right. And then they use those insane fucking facts and they use the facts and everything that they just stated to back up that one insane thing as if it's like part of the same list or something mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy yeah. Yeah. yeah confirmation bias right yeah uh continuing toys allow children to let their imagination run free unrestricted from preset ideas nevertheless these good influence can, can be extremely harmful if occult symbols and violence are used like, occult like symbols and Jesus violence blood <laughs> Use a child's imagination into the world of Satan. If left undisciplined, imagination guided by these evil influences can seed crimes of physical passion and violence. Mm-hmm. The there have been many. What would you rather your parents, what would you Go rather ahead. your child watch? The Smurfs or Passion of the Christ? I know my the answer. <laughs> Well, one's fact and one's just a bunch of blue fucks. So uh, you pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like Christians, you know, they're they're I, wackadoo. Um, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. They're just you go to church every Sunday and hear about how someone died a horrible, grisly, gory death because you're bad, versus he man or. G.I. Joe saying, I have the power yeah. or knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking insane. Uh, there are many guys, many documented accounts of children and adults in, in parentheses killing themselves mm. or others as a result of their undisciplined imagination and fantasy playing. He's not Child wrong. Su- He's not Child wrong. Child suicide like, is a very rare thing, though. But there are a lot of people killing people in the name of imaginary things, like heaven and Jesus and God. And, and Allah. You know, the rapture. That's one thing that can definitely give kids these fucking nightmares he's talking about. And fucking, you know, just burning to hell in hell for not believing hard enough. That's that. Oof. He's not wrong. That's all I'm saying. The last part of this chapter I'm going to read, it says, by the time a child is a teen... Unless his parent, they, he does, he uses his as the preferred pronoun in this book, even though he's talking about girl toy. Well, what you would label a, a girl no, no. toy. Male the is 80s. the default. We all know that. Shut yeah. up. So, 
Sounds like he just got a lot of shit for trying to play with a Rainbow Bright toy once. <laughs> I bet you he was a big fan of Powerpuff Girls, too. I picture this dude as Dark Helmet in uh, Spaceballs <laughs> when they come in the room Your and like, he grabs all the toys. <laughs> it's so big and shiny. <laughs> nothing. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> Get out. Nook. <laughs> By the time a child is a teen, unless his parents have instilled Christian values in him, he will have more knowledge of the occult than he will of God. Man, that's hence, that's what I want. So much projection. Hence, all the child's values and attitudes are affected. Therefore, we now have a generation growing up with attitudes turned against God. Heck yeah. Thank you, He-Man. <sighs> yeah, welcome. <laughs> Shut up, the- Lion-O. <laughs> Yeah. Or no. <laughs> what was his name? I was, I was trying to do Skeletor. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to be Snarf. Yeah, there it is. Oh, Snarf. Yeah. That's yeah. they're very close, aren't they? They might have been the same guy. Yeah. Um Fuck uh, you, He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> we're that's, in chapter four now. Um chapter four is called The Bridge to Adulthood. We're gonna get to the cartoon soon in toys. Thank God. I know. Um <laughs> I feel no, like psych- I'm back in grad school. No, the psychology is definitely not making me depressed. No. <laughs> yeah, tell me more about the bridge to adulthood. I am yeah. well, both delighted and scared to hear what this yeah. guy has to say. Basic attitudes and character traits are learned through specific situations in a child's experience. Namely yes, we call play. that the history of reinforcement. Thank you, Skinner. Yes. Uh, children, as well as adults, tend to learn more effectively when doing something they enjoy Mm -hmm. rather than things that are forced upon them by teachings and precepts but not christianity no that's not considered no he's talking about when your dad makes you play football when what you really want to do is dance yeah yeah didn't they used to call movie theaters projection houses because petitions start calling those churches (laughs) projection houses since play is a, is an activity that children enjoy, it does have an effect on their views of the world. Not wrong. Not wrong. As adult, this is continuing later on. As adults, we want children to learn that grown-ups are warm, friendly, and helpful people, and that mm. the world is comfortable, orderly. It, that the world is a comfortable and orderly place. What year did this book come out? 1985 or six so right in the middle of when we were all being taught about stranger danger and uh (laughs) nuclear war and uh what the fuck is this guy talking about yeah (laughs) adults aren't warm you have to be scared of every adult you see that's what we were taught which is why we don't teach that shit anymore we talk about tricky people or yes yeah (sighs) okay so adults are warm and kind and go if with they want to touch you, you inappropriately, go. it just means they love you more. Yeah. Well, I feel like this guy didn't have a real point when he started writing this book. He would just grab <laughs> it on the shit as he started writing. He's he mansplaining. Like, it's like drunk yeah. uncle, the book from SNL. <laughs> and another thing. Oh, yeah. And his parent grown-ups are very comfortable, warm people. We're yeah. all good. We're warm. <laughs> Imagine Thanksgiving's at his house. Yeah. Uh. Therefore, children should be encouraged to play with dolls, stuffed animals, and engage in dramatic play because these activities allow children to try new behaviors 
and learn what it's like to imitate the adults around them. Mm. I'm going to beat the fuck out of my buddy tonight when he. Yeah. Well, that was the point of it, wasn't it? No, no. The wrestling one, the Hulk Hogan, like it was like my buddy. It was like my wrestling pal. Yeah. I forget what they're called. Yeah. We, yeah. I forget what they're called. Slam my buddy, cousins maybe. have yeah the, like the goldberg yeah. one yeah yeah um well i mean conti- hogs did teach me how to gamble and slam hey you know uh remember <laughs> <laughs> remember a child learns through his environment since toys are the primarily environment of the child they play a major role in the mental growth and advancement toys aren't the primary your home and in- that would ex- that would mean that would you'd have to accept some responsibility if you admit that <laughs> your home environment <laughs> is the is the primary environment of a child he doesn't live in a world of toys this isn't mm. a studio ghibli movie like <laughs> i think he saw big and <laughs> he was like holy shit this is what happens when you play with toys all the time you grow up and just play with toys. You got to be an adult. Dude, I wanted to go with to Elizabeth Perkins. so bad after seeing that movie. <laughs> I just it's thought like... of child rape. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Most... Well, it's problematic for sure. <laughs> Not the mental manipulation of an adult and the child. I just, anyway, mo- I like the fact of... that he keeps like skating around the idea that the kids are just like bad kids are just emulating the bad shit they see at home. And there's like, definitely, no, he man taught him to beat his wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, no he's not wrong like he's just coming to the stupidest conclusion from the data that are available um (laughs) boy if you see violence at home you might enact violence it's not the he's saying if you see violence on tv there's right but that's your home you see your tv is your home that's part of your home environment yeah like if you are exposed to that at your home you might start acting that out yeah not wrong but at how much of it is violence you see from your parents <laughs> right who are yeah. the primary figures in your life and how much of it is oh i saw he-man beat skeletor right yeah not right. I, I mean i mom. played contra at like age like eight or nine and i Damn never grabbed old. a gun and started shooting people but you know you? No, that's what I'm saying. It, like his. Well, then, theory is proven. I watched The Matrix when I was nine years old. When Fuck that your, you that, are that fucking scene where he's like flipping around, shooting people in the face and stuff. I didn't have the urge to go get a trench coat. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Oh, I did. Oh, some wow. did, and some didn't. But that the that they're not going to walk into a bank and start shooting up the place because they saw it in a movie. I did and start listening is... to the Chemical Brothers more though. That's yeah. There you go. Um, but like this is the same <laughs> mentality that violent video games are causing mass shootings right without looking at the the actual issues right you're just going to scapegoat it onto something else it's that just thing? it's so much more nuanced than that yeah so much more nuanced it's not just oh i played grand theft auto and now i like to pull prostitutes out of cars and beat them it's <clears throat> i was raised in either that's a an weird overly- weird confession <laughs> and lifted <laughs> Chrissy where were you on the night that this worker was found <laughs> listen don't ask questions you don't want the answer to first of all second of all go um, <laughs> second of all uh, 
like it's so much more nuanced it's like you could be raised in an overly oppressive environment uh but you get access to these video games which makes them highly highly reinforcing mm-hmm. or you could be raised in an overly permissive environment mm-hmm. where um these games are taken for granted and maybe you get a little addicted and they become the they blur the line between reality mm-hmm. and fiction the same can be said for pornography but <sighs> to say that's the whole driving force and not mm-hmm. the overly permissive or overly restrictive mm-hmm. environment that you live in the rest of the time is that's unfair yeah yeah yep it, and, it's, and it's a if if you're a parent all you have to do is install whatever your views of christian values are and you're going to vpn you're you're going to produce a uh godly beautiful child that's you know someone who in adulthood can be a credit to their parents mm-hmm. you yeah that's gross it's so dismissive and uh fucked up too yeah it, it, because it's just they they know that there's a problem so they start looking into the problem and once they find the tip of the iceberg like that's it we're done we're good it's like no you got to keep going there's reasons and it's like yeah, no it's- no that's it that's it we're good it's the laziest conclusion. Yep. So yeah. Here's some more lazy stuff. Most of all, toys should help the child relive and clarify his experiences. So girls toys- should play with dolls and boys should play with trucks. I don't, I don't under, like, I don't want to relive my experiences. I'm sorry. Uh, toys should re- play like not yeah. fucking working out mental shit. Yeah. <laughs> your, your should- it's both though. That's what play is. Play yeah, I mean, like, it, yeah, play yeah, is you saying. working out your mental shit as a kid. Right. And that's mm-hmm. fine. Like kids don't have the vocabulary to come to you and mm-hmm. say, hey, I had a really hard day. Uh, my teacher was mean to me and I feel like mm-hmm. people don't like me at school. They say, will you come play with me? And they, they work out those emotions that way. And that's fine. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Because I remember playing very violent games with Care Bears. It doesn't yeah. matter what toys you have. It matters the experience that you're processing. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's Absolutely. what these people fail to think about. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said toys should reinforce, not contradict the positive values we are trying to instill in them. Mm. Do you think up, if it was up to figure? him that the only um, toys that these kids would have would be those felt boards from Sunday oh, school with like oh, Noah's yeah. Ark yeah. and oh. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then the fucking tomb. And then we move the we roll the rock away, and Jesus is gone. <laughs> and we roll it back. Oh, there's an angel sitting there to tell you he has ascended into heaven. But it has to be the angel with all the eyes. <laughs> yeah, scare the shit out of everyone. Um, there's, there's a loudspeaker that just starts humming. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like those weird throat singing noises that the Seleucus Secundus make in Dune. Yeah, <laughs> in the new Dune. Yeah, yeah. Fear not. Uh, he dives into television where he says television deprives the child of the opportunity to respond actively to incoming stimulus. What? Cite your source. <laughs> oh, please don't make me do that again. Extraordinary, extraordinary as, claims it, ex- as it is. Re- require extraordinary evidence. God damn it. <laughs> Part oh, of my God. job is to analyze data 
and come to conclusions based off of that data. And this guy's conclusions are bullshit. And I really think that much of his data is bullshit or our bullshit. Excuse me. That is plural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, say it again. <laughs> say, just say it one more time. That last line. Uh, he says television deprives a child of the opportunity to respond actively to an incoming stimulus. He's never seen Dora the Explorer then. I was going to say he's never seen Blue's Clues. Any TV. Bluey? Bluey will get yeah. a fucking response from anyone who watches it. Yeah. I haven't had a Bluey in a long time. Um, <laughs> do not do not like, if you haven't had a bluey in a long time it sounds like you're living through a bluey right now <laughs> uh he also says uh first first we should show let me start that over first be sure to show your penis <laughs> your bluey be, sh- be sure <laughs> Be sure the shows do not portray occult practices or violence. Otherwise, Mm. you will be reinforcing those ideas. Unless it's the violence of the brutal murder of a Jewish carpenter. Because then it's good. Uh, Or hell or whatever, you know. So would your pretty face is going to hell be considered uh, homework? Yes. That's about (laughs) what happens if you go to hell. (laughs) All right, we're going to go into chapter five now. The symbols of the real world? Question Here mark. We Here we go. Here we go. You guys Excellent. ready? No. Quote. <laughs> you know what? Um, Give me a second. I'm going to go dig in my purse for some candy. <laughs> you you want? Here's here's a here's a real truth that I that is embarrassing. But here's a real par- truth that doesn't sound real. Is it the final <laughs> truth? No, this is the final truth. Uh, The parent who gets down on the floor to play with his child on Christmas is doing something that will be seldom repeated throughout the rest of the year, which is 100% true because my kids are annoying as fuck when it came to playing. No, dude, I play with my kids on the floor all the time. I play with certain things, like, but like the thing is, I'll play video games with them instead, or I'll go outside and throw the baseball around. Hot Um, Wheels track. We play with Hot Wheels all the time, man. We weren't a big Hot Wheels family um or transformers or bakugan yeah i guess i have a different idea of play than like getting on the floor and playing everybody's got different versions of it for sure i do mostly puppets and shit with my kids okay it's hilarious yeah Yeah, we do a lot of like voices and impressions Mm -hmm. um and pratfalls yeah (sighs) i do stuff like that it's mostly music stuff for me and my kids like dancing around and playing yes. music singing music mm-hmm. you sound like you have a uh you your household has a lot of rads like ours do mm-hmm. uh which is the random acts of dance oh yeah we do that all the time <laughs> especially when i come home from work if i'm in a pissed mood i'll just put some like i put on like lisa lisa and the cult jam i'm like let's get the fuck over this guys i wonder yeah. <laughs> if i take you home <laughs> ours is love shack there you go <laughs> you can't be sad when you listen to Pretty Snyder go yeah. love check, baby. Yeah, your two year olds were going. <laughs> yep, there you go. Rusty. <laughs> All right, this is kind of a long section. Interject any point in time you need to, but uh, quote: Toys are the primary vehicle children use to display their imagination. When a child plays with a baby dollar truck, his imagination is free to determine the role that the toy will have. In the sense, the toy becomes an extension of the child's psyche. 
In a child's imagination, the personality assigned to a toy, either by himself or someone else, is often as real as his parents and peers. We kind of already went over that already. Um, today, many major toy companies simultaneously release toys and cartoons. As a result, when hell children yeah. watch, watch that's cartoons... A, that's a lucrative market. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> There's images, Cars toys at, at McDonald's when the oh, yeah. new Cars TV show came out. Fuck, yeah. dude, my kids were psyched. As a result, when children watch cartoons... Images are formed in their minds regarding how the toy should behave and the various powers it has. Then the child reenacts these behaviors when engaging in solitary play. This guy has no idea what he's talking about. Um, He has some idea. That's the dangerous part. My my G.I. Joe's could fly when I had them. But could they fight Like, like you saw on the show? They well, not really, because they would like punch each other and stuff like that, and they would like this they wouldn't shoot guns. I don't know. It's just like that's fighting. Punching, punching is fighting. This guy's just so. projecting. He had no fucking imagination as a kid, and he would just do verbatim what he would see, and he would mm-hmm. make his toys do the exact same thing. So he's projecting that onto every other child. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. He's fucking nice. Like I see to a degree where he's going with it, but that's just his personal experience. So I know exactly what you what you mean. It's fucking mm-hmm. this guy's annoying the shit out of me. I want to punch us when, in the dick when a child watches a cartoon and then plays with a toy connected to that cartoon he is no longer projecting himself into that toy in story, instead cartoons have programmed a child to play with toys a certain way he has been told what character the action figure or he has been told what character the action figure has as well as the figure's abilities person personality and talents the cartoon even had even have set the surrounding for the character though the influence of television the child knows all these pieces of information about the toy when he picks it up for this reason it is not healthy for children to play with toys linked to television shows when a toy is linked to the occult symbolism the negative fluences are more severe what do you think he thinks about uh, veggie tales toys because they sold the shit out of those in christian stores Mm -hmm. He probably thought they were the best fucking thing in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because they're he kept finding Larry the Jesus cucumber Christ. in his wife's uh, bedside drawer. He was like, "This is a godly woman." Yeah, he probably kept putting it there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We use this one. <laughs> and here's a totally real uh, thing that happened. Um, he quotes a, a something. Let's see. These are instances that he had with parents in his in his. Uh, ministry hmm. said a mother and her young son riding the riding in the car were listening to a sermon on the radio hmm. the minister started to pray oh lord god the masters the master of the universe the little boy jumped up from the back of the seat because he probably didn't have a seatbelt on of the car and said mommy god isn't the master of the universe he man is yeah, that's funny that's really funny. That it, it's like my six-year-old the other day with his Adorable. little friend. He somebody said, "Oh my!" I, no, my son said, "Oh my God!" And the little girl was like, "Don't say God. That means Jesus." And the six, my six-year-old was like, "No, it doesn't. It means Godzilla." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, there was there was one little girl who ran around the house doing everything by the power of Grayskull. Fuck yeah. 
Grayskull yeah. is a demon-possessed castle in the He-Man series. But after hearing <laughs> me speak at church, she started running around the house doing everything in the power of Jesus. Oh, God. There's another case where a mother and her young son were, were in the car and they they just had a near collision. And he said, Understand- oh, snarf. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably, the mother was shaken. So the little boy put his hand on his mother's lap and said, don't worry, mommy. He-Man would have saved us. Aww. I mean, that's my- sweet. Yeah. All you once- got to do to connect it is say that Jesus is even better than He-Man. If that's how so. you want to warp your kids' mile. Once my father was ministering at a church and he mentioned my ministry. Briefly, he also mentioned He-Man. After the service, a little boy was seen in a parking lot running in circles and holding his He-Man figure in his hand. He kept repeating, He-Man has more power than Jesus. He-Man has more power than Jesus. No, he didn't. Fuck your God. <laughs> your man laughs at your Jesus. <laughs> That's Dude, Ten bucks says that never happened. <laughs> Unless he means little boy like he was 17 and he was like, fuck you. I'm gonna... He Give was me probably your... doing Give... it himself. Yeah. Um, toys especially those linked to cartoons often present mythical characters capable of impossible feats these toys and cartoons glamorize mystical powers unfortunately children believe these images they they believe to be or they begin to believe that these characters are real and more powerful than jesus jesus Mm. did not constantly perform mystical deeds did jesus defeat skeletor I don't think so. I didn't read yeah. that. Show me that in the Bible. Fucking pussy. <laughs> in fact, Jesus walked on water was a very real one. He He's lived. In his... fact, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he lived his life as another human being. On the other hand, he man lives a very unreal life because a child is exposed. <laughs> he doesn't hang out in the desert with 12 he needs, guys. He needs to state that. Uh, because a child is exposed constantly to these images, it's no wonder he views He-Man as all-powerful. The the working of subtle deception already has taken place. It's really not funny how fucked up this is, but it's really fucking funny. It's like every goddamn episode, I have to start saying Darvo about this point because it's like, oh, well, we don't want them to to children to think of fantastical, violent Im- images as real. Meanwhile, everything the church the church teaches is fantastical and violent. Violence, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, it couldn't be what we're saying that warps anybody's brain. It's <laughs> the smur- <laughs> the Smurfs. <laughs> it's Gargamel. Um, yeah. Hold on one second. Uh, all right. Uh, later on, he says problems arise for parents when. They buy toys for children, especially if the child is with them. Television has glorified many toys through cartoons and advertisements. Have you Adel- ever bought a toy for your kids when they're not with you unless it's their birthday or Christmas? Yes. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to the fucking toy store by myself. I'll let I the kid see, pick it yeah. out. See, that's yeah. where that's the one I'm going to defer on you because I do that way too much. I have a problem with it. 
<laughs> I buy toys I'm just for gonna... my kids randomly so much where I'm just like, let's walk through and see what's new. Oh, I don't think they've seen this before. Grab it. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's me always getting browbeaten into buying toys because we have too many. Oh, no, that's I agree with that, too. But yeah. I just, I, it's, I think it goes back to my trauma of not getting anything when I was a kid. So like, yeah, now I'm just like, yep. I, every, I feel overcompensate. Exactly. No, Anytime I, I see, whew, I fully I'm... have done that until we reached critical mass of toys, and now I'm like, <laughs> we. I have a whole toy room. Yeah. That I can't go into because I haven't unpacked it yet. Don't come at me about my laziness. Um, <laughs> but like, these children have too many. Oh, I don't yeah, want to buy anything. Like I tried so hard when the six-year-old lost his tooth a couple days ago and he got money from the tooth fairy, he wanted to go to Target and check out exactly what he could get in the toy section. I was like, dude, 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 dude. Remember how your Kindle broke? Maybe we could use this money to get it fixed. He's like, Mm. nah. (laughs) Uh, With uh, He finishes out the chapter with this quote. With the increasing need for good toys, parents are reminded that there are several toy companies specializing in Christian toys. Oh, did he get money from them or not? Probably. Uh, However, these toys are not as widely distributed as toys from other firms because they have not been in business as long as Mattel, Hasbro, and others. So it sounds like they don't have the safety regulations either. Probably not. Next chapter the electronic parent. Oh, boy. It is important that children spend more time with their parents and engaging in social and imaginative play rather than watching TV. Okay. Not wrong. Not wrong. wrong. Researchers found that the average American father spends, this is ridiculous, 37 seconds a day in direct communication with his preschool child. What What year? What year was this? 85? 1985. That sounds about right. It sounds about right. What the fuck? I could, no, I times could... have changed. Like Times has definitely changed. Oh, absolutely. M- millennials are doing a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know what? I really got to stop thinking about it as me as a parent because the second I think about it as my dad as a parent it makes sense. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad, really my sorry. biological father spent significantly less than 37 seconds a day with me. <laughs> Averaged out from mm-hmm. 1 to 18. Yeah, I, I my stepfather, I don't like other than, you know, the abuse and, and shit like that. Like, I don't like we barely spent free time together. That's what I um, mean. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't involved in church or whatever. But, <clears throat> I'm sure mothers. It's a very different data set. If you mm-hmm. look at mothers and the amount of time spent. Oh, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he hit some good things in this in this chapter but we'll see as it goes off the rails um thus prolonged television watching can stunt a child's development of analytic skills hindering his ability to learn on his own as a result he leaves his mind open to for influences of subtle deception Mm. it is not the quality but the quantity that counts should be turned around when dealing with the amount of time the child spends watching television not wrong, I guess. So they um, can't understand the subtle difference between imagination and reality, yeah. but they can understand all the subtleties and nuances of uh, eternal salvation. Yeah, and damnation. Yeah, and eternal mm-hmm. punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love cool, the picking cool, and choosing cool. yeah. of Christianity. Um, it's my favorite. Late, yeah. yeah. Later on, television, however, does not allow a child to discover or learn on his own, which is incorrect. Yeah. Uh, instead, it continually feeds a child's mind with images and values at a pace that can child cannot control. Yeah, they can turn, the, like, my kids can turn the TV off, and they do, yeah. commonly. Yeah. They're like, I don't like this anymore. And they turn it off. All right. Uh or they change the channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, it's just one line. Um, until a child is seven years old, he sees television as reality. No. no okay. No, 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 no. Listen. I have an example here that he gives. If you want to see if he's projecting. Give it. To give an example. This guy's a fucking dumbass. <laughs> to give an example from my own experience. Oh, God. <laughs> Every fucking time. When I was two years old, and I I doubt this, two years old, I watched an episode of Lassie. At the end of the episode, Lassie ran into a burning barn. Then the show ended. I ran into a burning barn. (laughs) So I, yeah. (laughs) It ended with to be continued. In my mind, Lassie was gone. She was dead. I was upset. Yes, that's the point of the... I remember crying because I thought Lassie had burned to death and she would be would have to be replaced. What the fuck? While I cried, my father tried to tell me that it was just a television show and was not real. He told me that Lassie would be all right, but I did not believe him. My dad then, in desperation, faked a call to the programmer's producers to tell to make sure that Lassie was okay. At only age after my two. Yeah, only after my <laughs> This is the same. You're supposed to be able to believe the Bible and everything it has to say at age two. Only after well, but that's dad, real. Yep. Only after my dad hung up the phone did I believe that Lassie was really okay. Years I later, was, however, I learned my you're dad. You're a dumbass. I had learned my dad had faked the phone call. Years later. You see, as, <laughs> you see, as a child, I believed that I saw a television in my mind and what I saw on the TV was real. Son, here we are at your wedding. I think it's now time I tell you I never called the producers of Lassie. <laughs> what? Uh, I also the, like the idea that we're supposed to believe that his dad was patient enough to deal with him freaking out enough to pretend to call that when clearly he was definitely from a non-patient childhood. Generation. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, we uh, Now we're going to skip ahead a chapter to commercial tunes. Well, wait, let me go. Let me go back for a second. So. okay, so he he thinks that. um, That your mind can't differentiate between reality and fantasy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Which that there there are some schools of thought who think that. um, Most notably that I can think of off the top of my head and if there is someone listening who wants to correct me please do because this is again off the top of my head and I've been out of grad school for a long time (laughs) Um, but I'm thinking of Montessori and they believe that like that you shouldn't you shouldn't have fantasy play before a certain age and I want to say it's like four okay because the kids don't know the difference between the, the two so he's kind of right, but don't don't we think I I personally think that um, that you have to teach the difference. Mm-hmm. 
we talk a lot a lot in my house about dragons and godzilla and dinosaurs yeah and were dinosaurs real yes but they're extinct now were dragons real probably not is godzilla real we'll find out someday Um, (laughs) if those monarchs ever release those fucking files yeah and if so we'll be in the kaiju preservation society for sure Uh, i'll be staying far away from the oceans for the rest of my fucking life (laughs) (laughs) but like there is there is school of thought that thinks that i don't i don't personally subscribe to that but there's some thought about that also montessori is commonly used in religious institutions so i could see where he could come up with that okay okay um in a reasonable way i hate to give this guy credit but he he did he did some research he did he he did some research but i I feel like he went to the library are yeah fallacy yeah, I uh, feel like he or, went to I'm the sorry, library. Many of his conclusions are fallacy. Yeah, he went to the <laughs> right. library. He did yeah. a little reading. He, he said, used it was eighty five, so he used the card catalog, <laughs> which is good for him. Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he was like, "Give me every book on child psychology you have that's written by a Christian." And the the long suffering <laughs> librarian was like, "I'm gonna slip a little Piaget in there just in just for funsies." Oh. Uh, so we go on. To, we go on to chapter seven really quick. Um, mm-hmm. Just reading here really quick. Uh, actually, the end of chapter six really quick. Uh, it says, perhaps uh, if a parent takes a more active role in this child's television viewing, the child will not be deceived into believing that what he sees on TV is real. Over time, the negative. You just tell him. Over time, the negative influence of subtle deception may uh may then begin to fade other way the subtle deception of television will begin to erode the christian values that parents try to teach to their children but make sure you tell them that god is always watching and if they yes. touch their pp by accident they're going to burn <laughs> in hell forever and every time you poop it's because it's concentrated evil coming out the back of you yep. shame mm-hmm. Shame. Um, that's a family guy joke that's an old family guy joke we're gonna go a little bit more into cartoons now so this is gonna be the the funner part uh so the next chapter is commercial tunes which basically deals with uh is a really fucking weird chapter coming from a christian because Mm -hmm. it's very anti-capitalist um oh wow you know this is like these goddamn heathens are making fucking money off of selling Satan, you know. So and please buy these Christian toys. Yeah, that I am. A- <laughs> he never plugs a country. I don't or a, a company. I don't think. But uh, oh, uh, I bet he did in his talks. Probably he talks about the Cabbage Patch craze and how people were going crazy about that. And everybody uh, did that. Transformers, yeah. But uh, we're gonna go into the cartoon Black Star. Guys remember that it was a very short-lived cartoon in the 1980s. I'm looking but, uh, it up now because it sounds familiar. If it's not like a Gundam kind of show, I'm going to be disappointed. No, it it's not. not. It's like a it's like a fantasy show, dragons and shit. Um. Uh, no, uh, not Black Star Amps. God damn it! Is it an anime? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but uh, it, it says here while you're looking that up. Every figure in Black Star series comes with its own glow-in-the-dark alien demon. Oh, this is dope. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. 
it was like the precursor to He-Man. Sort wasn't of, it? yeah. Uh, I, they might have some kind of world yes. connection. I'm not sure, though. No. Uh, they can't I'm not there. inferring that these <laughs> demonic-looking creatures are, in fact, demons. In truth, that is the exact description written on the outside of the package in which the figure comes. Nope. Some of the action figures in the series are Overlord, the Invincible <gasps> Wizard of Carday, the Trobbits! I remember Trobbits! <laughs> like Fuck. the other black star figures overlord and Carde come with a glow-in-the-dark alien demon manufacturers have determined that the child will own approximately 72 dollars worth of toys from any particular series therefore if your child owns 72 dollars worth of black star toys he will have six to 12 glow-in-the-dark alien demons in his room Are well and the, the dragon of- was named warlock so rad yeah Um, i mean that's a badass name for a dragon but i'm sure that um that really stressed out chris because he's supposed to be a good guy he's not a villain oh but his name is warlock um are these the type of toys we want our children to play with what type of dreams do you think these demons will cause our children to have have have. what are you reading to them before bed the bible the bible well there you go god all right, now that I'm only going to sacrifice you if you're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the next cartoon is Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I never watched that. I never did either. Well, of course, I would never be allowed to, but Mm-mm. like I never did. Um, <laughs> no, like I had a fucking car- choice. <laughs> I had a lot of access to TV that I shouldn't have had. Oh, okay. So I've seen. I I think I've seen more of this stuff than um maybe you guys have because my mom I my mom was a single mom until I was 11 and she we lived in for anyone from California you'll understand this reference uh we lived in Temecula and she worked in Irvine so she had about a two-hour commute to and from work and she worked like 10 to 12 hour days so I was alone a lot yeah so if I wasn't watching you know, something inappropriate, like these kind of cartoons or later as I got older, if you ch- switched it to channel two, you could see scrambled porn. Hell yeah. Um, if I wasn't oh, doing nice. that, I was like out in the wilderness, fuck it, like throwing sticks at rattlesnakes. Yeah. And that, that's something <laughs> we didn't really get into with childhood is that like I either I didn't like to be home. Uh, so either I was in home or in my room. Um, and uh, yeah, the TV until my mom got her job at the nursing home cutting hair like as a beautician uh, where she was gone like every day which wasn't until I was think I was at least 10 maybe a little bit younger like the tv was kind of off limits unless my parents were home um but after that I had like pretty much free reign and so like I got into the Batman the animated series when that first came out and shit like that so yeah um but yeah I watch that stuff on Saturday mornings, like the Batman animated series and stuff. Yeah. But the, the other times, like when I was younger, my mom worked and my dad worked at nights. My dad would set up a camera and record. <gasps> and so he would watch no. what we did and shit. So we weren't allowed. Like I like I literally wow. never told anybody about this. And it's like literally like I'm <laughs> but so he would do that and during the if day. If you're not talking about it, you're repressing it. Right. Exactly. Um, so he would do that. So we didn't really watch TV. And then eventually he forced my mom to start staying home to be like a stay at home mom. 
and uh, uh and yeah. she would watch whatever she wanted when he wasn't at home and but then the second he got home from work tv was off everyone was just there waiting for him by the door and then yeah wait to see what yeah. he wanted to do and then we were allowed to do whatever we wanted by ourselves if he didn't yeah. want us around so, so you had to all greet him at the door in an excited way like you have to do with a narcissist or absolutely yeah and we had to like be cool if we like were depressed or something it was an issue. oh yeah, yeah. yeah oh no yeah. no no yeah, yeah. you have to be in a good mood yeah you yeah. have to make you know act like for that one you have Sorry. to act like uh <laughs> like that your day starts and begins when they arrive mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking to Danielle about that recently because like my my like teenage early years weren't watching like dope shows like Supernatural and shit that were coming out as I was a teen and stuff. It was actually like I was watching Gilmore Girls and Charmed with my mother because I couldn't watch anything else. Yeah, Seventh that's Heaven. how I got. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, Little House on the Prairie. That's how I had yep, to watch all same. that and watch every fucking. I know every episode yep. by heart. Even the one oh, I said to you guys. That's why you texted us about with the that. Black Doctor. Yeah, and that's that why the whole, I said the thing about my the grandma. The whole town freaked out about. <laughs> oh, okay. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Quote: The cartoon series, like the game, emphasizes white and black witchcraft. This cartoon averages 67 acts of violence every half hour. Define and... your terms. What is an act of violence? Yeah, he doesn't. Oh, that's a funny thing I didn't read, but he doesn't explain or uh, explain the term occult until about four chapters into the book. What does Even he define he's... as cult? Occult. Oh, man. Anything spooky dookie. <laughs> 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 if it gives you the heebie-jeebies, oh, that's it. Is Pat Roberts in here? If it gives you the hippajibbies, oh, that's the one. <laughs> the hippajibbies. If it gives you the hippajibbies, that's the one. <laughs> the hippajibbies. Like, what was that? What was that Supreme Court justice who defined porn as? Um, he they they asked him to define porn in like a, a an obscenity. Yeah. Trial, and, and like, he's like, you'll know, you'll know you it when it. you see it. That's that's the occult. You'll know it when you see it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I can't find it right now. We got to move on. So, well, I'll I'll cut that out and maybe get back to it. No, I think this in. is going to be a two part episode. So, <laughs> what? Um, I'm not even halfway through the book. Uh, it's not my, my fault. fault. Some people keep going off on tangents. Oh, I'm it's sorry that fault. I'm getting triggered. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole chapter of the book dedicated to Dungeons and Dragons. So, uh, that'll probably be in the second episode. Uh, okay. The next part is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Quote, the entire series is based on occult practices, magic, sorcery, witchcraft, necromancy, etc. The show it also blasphemes, blasphemes God by placing a mortal on the same plane as he. He-Man is known as the most powerful man in the universe. He is called Master of the Universe. How is this possible when God tells us that he alone is master of the universe? Isn't it He-Man and the masters of the universe? Yes, it is. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, well, and, and it's such also... an unfair characterization to be like, oh, it's about necromancy. Listen, we don't know how Skeletor came into being. Mm. It mm. might not be necromancy. Yeah. If he has anything yeah. to pick apart about this fucking show, it should be the fact that Skeletor is not a fucking skeleton. Oh, he's a fucking jacked fucking dude with a fucking skull face. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's um, the real contention. He might just be like it. the precursor to Ghostface Killer. Oh, Ooh, that's shit. his uncle Skeletor. Yeah. Or or that's, or that's Ghostface Doom. without the robe. 
Um, and then it continues in an, in another chapter of this book, I deal specifically with occult images found in the series, as well as She-Ra, Princess of Power. Oh, How oh. dare he get the name of the Princess of Power out your mouth? <laughs> He's like, oh, You're going to enjoy fin- the second episode then. He's like, um, oh, femininity. Ew. Yeah. How <laughs> dare she be the princess of power? She should be the princess of making me a goddamn sandwich. Right. I bet she has a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Next oh one. Oh my is God. We were in Target the other day, and my six I made my six-year-old go to the bathroom with me. And it was like the bathroom was full of people. And so loud. My six-year-old was like, hey, mom. I'm sorry that you have a vagina and not a penis. But I was like, thank you. Please keep your voice down. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. The next thing that we're going to discuss is the Smurfs. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. I know where he's going. Gargamel's Sorcerer. Well, yeah, this was the first. Uh, I think this was the first cartoon band in my house really yeah because it was one of the earlier oh. ones it was like a 1984 cartoon band yeah. b-a-n-n-e-d yeah yeah i heard what did i say my brain you said band you, you know you said the right thing but my brain was like band b-a-n-d oh okay like, fuck yeah that's cool i didn't know i mean i thought <laughs> jeb and the rockers were like <laughs> um no i'm, I'm i watched that a lot i watched that a lot when i was a kid we had a vhs of it that wasn't I had so house. many She-Ra toys. Really? Oh God, yeah. My bath times were awesome. That's so cool. I never, I didn't have anything like that. Um, no. But this is what he has to say about the Smurfs. Quote, My mom didn't know what it was. <laughs> everyone it, thinks this. <laughs> everyone thinks this cartoon is cute, but don't let the innocent innocent facade fool you. Oh, Bernie's a dick. Underneath the cuteness is a cartoon laden with the occult. Which is pres- presented mostly in the form of magic. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys want to know what he has to say about the Care Bears? Oh, I would like. To- that was all. That was all. That's all he had about against the Smurfs. Well, no, just there's, the, there's more magic just in this part of the book. There, there can oh, okay, there okay, okay, are okay, talked okay. more about in the chapter. Cute and innocent? Question mark. Oh, question mark. So anything <laughs> with magic is is bad. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. So Narnia. No, that's Jesus. Come on. But they have magic. But he's on our side. He's on our side, God. Semantics. (laughs) All right. All right. Care Bears. On the surface, the Care Bears teach the children to express their feelings, especially those of love to others. Okay. At first, these sound like very good ideas. Right. But they are humanistic principles. Yeah, dude. Which are to contradict God's teaching. (gasps) Magic and Eastern religion ideas also are prevalent in the series. Yeah. Didn't you remember Buddha Bear who kept telling everyone about the middle path? (laughs) (laughs) And don't even get me started on the Care Bear Cousins, all that incest. Oh, boy. (laughs) Lionheart, I know what you're doing over there with Share Bear. (laughs) Well, also, they had the Care Bear stare that uh, looked like a rainbow, and that's... Gay gay as hell. Like they talk about the Care Bear stare later on. And how it looks like they're all ejaculating onto something. 
<laughs> it comes out of their tummies, you pervert. Yeah, but we Not don't their know. lower down parts. We don't know where those are located on them. They could have a cloaca underneath that little that's, thing. That's true. That's true. No, that's the Smurfs. Obviously, anatomy, if you have one female in a colony of males, she obviously lays eggs. Mm, unless she's mm. not really a female and she's just playing the mm. part, buddy. Then yeah. how do they procreate? They don't. They don't. They, just um, they never die. They never are born. <laughs> uh, what about the evil, evil toy in TV cartoon series, The Transformers? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Most everything of the cool he thinks is evil <laughs> yep mm -hmm. most of the transformers base cartoons are extremely violent yeah others such yeah. as voltron have heavy inferences to the occult while still others such as robotech are filled with sexual innuendos so is transformers as though too you remember that one where optimus prime was like let me show you how to suck cock <laughs> <laughs> Let roll me get out. my robo dick out. <laughs> Autobots, roll out into my butthole. <laughs> there are other cartoons that are filled with violence and the occult. Among others are the 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Don't you fucking dare. I'm but it out was of always here. people. But I have to go. <laughs> Speed Racer. Oh, that was. Shut the fuck up. That was Dennis's favorite show. Tarzan. <laughs> Spider Man, yeah, I mean, fair enough because you don't want to think of monkeys or I'm sorry, apes as yeah. people because mm. that's a slippery slope to evolution, my friend. In gay oh, sex, man. um, what? Mm? Yeah, what? Absolutely, uh, let's what? see what else. Uh, no, 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 just it's just like, like when Donovan and I said that uh, Mr. Lunt was Mexican and you got all upset, which I Googled later and everybody thinks he's Mexican, by the way. It says he's a Mexican decorative gourd. Yeah. Are you asking me how Tarzan can lead to gay sex? Yeah, you tell yes, us this, Jess. repeatedly. Because it's part of the occult. And that's what happens when you get involved in the cult. You either become violent or gay, one of the two. Or a violent gay. Or violent. Oh, or don't even get started on them. Uh, also, Spider-Man and G.I. Joe. Oh All these God. should be considered unsuitable for children of any age. Do you think they'd say that now about G.I. Joe? With the way that Christian nationalism worships the military? Mm, maybe. They get, they're 50-50 on it ever since they banned Don't Ask, Don't Tell. You know? They're... They're acting like that's a third rail. Like they don't like conservatives don't like people in Congress don't want to touch the gay marriage thing at all. So, well, yeah, that's because so many people agree with it. They have to just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then to finish this chapter out, Man, and then I think we'll do the cute and innocent <laughs> chapter and that'll be it for this episode. Okay. But uh, um, quote, cartoons, although they are animated children's shows, should not be taken lightly. Some of these shows are heavily occult as an actual book of witchcraft. Others are sexual as soap operas. And Is there a other... book of witchcraft? Is that a Witchcraft thing? for dummies. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look it up on Amazon. I want to buy it. And still others oh are as violent as rated R movies. <laughs> like what? Children. They're not. Which children, one? 
children should not be subject to these images. They can cause nightmares and exaggerated aggravate, uh, aggressiveness. Yes, these shows are designed specifically for children, but they are not suitable for children. So, right, some are not fair. Um, uh, next, the cute and innocent chapter. And this is where we'll finish out today. Um, they are pink, some are blue, and others are purple. They I'm have sorry? rainbow hair. They're talking about the cute and cuddly toys. My Little Pony. Well, yeah, we'll what is what's cute and cuddly? They are fuzzy and cute, but not necessarily innocent. Like poppins? Many of these toys, even the ones that tug on our heartstrings as being adorable, portray occult symbolism. There, uh, through these cute and innocent toys, a wedge, a wedge is inserted to make the wider gap for Satan. Ew. Slide his dick in. Oh, God. And his influences <laughs> to enter a child's mind, thereby leaving him suspicious susceptible to incorporate these negative influences into their daily experiences mm. what as the word occult implies many of the symbolisms are hidden concealed visible only to the knowledgeable eye oh. although gi joe may have been considered a cute and innocent toy at one point i would now classify it as a violent toy i don't know where the fuck he got that from what um gi joe's cute and innocent it sounds to me like yeah. he wants to cuddle up next to some gis <laughs> i mean gi joe was cut right yeah but yeah so he's acknowledging that let's let's acknowledge that <laughs> after uh, this as... i'm gonna watch like two hours of action figure therapy on youtube <clears throat> just let you know yeah this last part and then we'll get into the toy the cartoons really quick as a child watches these shows he sees the producer's idea of the toys capabilities he watches the toys and displays certain powers and projects certain images through the cartoons and movies just regurgitating what he last said then when a child plays with that toy he visualizes the toys the pre-programming powers and characteristics thus if the toy displays certain occult characteristics occult images and being are being programmed into his mind it is far better for a child to use his god-given imagination to bring a toy to life than to have toy manufacturers determine the toy's characteristics what what you're bending to the will of the deep state i i don't understand <laughs> and now here are the toys which are considered cute and cuddly but are actually evil cabbage patch kids no oh, i agree with that one yeah because you don't want to adopt someone else's problem fuck that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. another doll series similar to cabbage patch kids series was introduced at a toy fair in new york this series was called rice patty babies what? and is based on no. a refugee theme what the dolls are created no. with oriental appearances what the fuck are you come talking with about? the facsimile of a passport these dolls receive positive reactions from buyers at a toy fair although cabbage patch are soft and motherly type dolls they are they have some disadvantages i suggest that you consider these disadvantages before deciding the Cabbage Patch Kids are appropriate for your children. What the fuck? What? So In you should get him a Rice Patty doll? No, I just thought that was interesting that he, oh, you were he just throwing put that, that in there. 
Okay. Yeah. Jesus. And just let you guys like sit giving... with it for a little bit. Um, yeah, thank really you. Thank up. you for helping me to sit with that. In my opinion, the reality surrounding Cabbage oh Patch God. Kids have been extended too far. It is one thing to have a child pre- uh, pretend that a doll is a real baby when playing house. That is good because it's based on real life behavior. However, there are many people who forget that Cabbage Patch Kids is just a doll. They view it as real. What? They marry them, bury them, and send them off to summer camp. What? No, they... What? Some even pay to have braces put on the dolls to correct overbites and other dental problems. Okay. They don't have teeth. Their mouths are closed. What, what the is, fuck is he talking about? The, it's accessories that you can get for the doll. What, uh, dentures? This, you can. You used to be able to send your doll back to do, like, I, I think you send stuff back to get stuff put on them. I think it's before they started doing the accessories. or may, I forget. It was something we could send them back. Um, this is not a reality. This is an extension of reality that has been taken too far. It is not a healthy choice to view these dolls as real people all the time. Hey, okay. And first okay. of all, I don't think that that's happening as much as he says it is. And second of all, what the fuck is it to you if it's not fucking bothering you? Listen, he has a point, a point. that he could say <clears throat> that... anthropomorphizing or personifying an inanimate object is an unhealthy coping mechanism most of the time Mm -hmm. sure like if you suffer a traumatic miscarriage or stillbirth and you get a real doll to pretend Mm -hmm. with i'm not saying that's always unhealthy but to my knowledge it's it's not the best yeah yeah. which is the i'm always of the opinion that the best coping mechanism is facing the reality of the situation and that's somebody who has experienced a stillbirth i'm not just being a dick Mm -hmm. Mm um you know sitting with reality yeah yeah and addressing your grief rather than pretending is i think um that a better coping mechanism. <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't I'm and it, I'm sure it did happen with cab, cabbage patch kids a little bit. I I know that it happens with those those real babies and mm-hmm. I know that it happens with those uh realistic looking sex dolls. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But it's an oversimplification to say that it's happening commonly. Yeah. It's, it does not allow for human experience or nuance to say it's satanic that people are putting braces on their cabbage patch. Who gives a fuck? Like Donovan said, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's not like they're petitioning Medicare to pay for it. And if they do, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know? Yeah. The next thing is Barbie, but uh, well, she is that, a... it's this one's actually pretty level headed. Um, it's basically just about beauty expectations in America um, and how they which is weird. Her. That's yeah. weird that he would call that out, yeah. because if you look at Fox News, pretty much all of the female commentators on there look like a fucking Barbie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next thing would be Smurfs. Again, at first, the cartoon appears, uh, appears just to be cute cartoon, but behind the facade of the cartoon is laden with the occult. It says uh, the Smurfs cartoon portrays characters who are constantly using occult sim- symbols. In one episode, Gargamel, the evil wizard, drew a pentagram on the floor and then lit candles at each point. He then danced within the pentagram while chanting a spell. Was he sky-clad? I really don't think this happened. Uh, The pentagram is a five-pointed star used in the practice of witchcraft. As Gargamel, (laughs) no, it was a six pointed star, and it was a signal to the Jewish Illuminati that that, um, (laughs) I can't even get out get it out of my mouth. Sorry. As Gargamel finished chanting the spell, a magic book opened across the room. A spirit left the book and entered Gargamel's body, giving him power to battle the Smurfs. What Gargamel's cool as hell. (laughs) What Gargamel did in this episode. is what witches have done through the centuries. This is actual witchcraft practice with millions of children watching. Jesus. In another it's episode. It's not, though. Name yeah, me a witch that can do that. In their mind, they think they can. Uh, in another episode, Papa Smurf used cloves of garlic to counteract the, a spell that Gargamel had placed. So now he's Smurf a fucking vampire? Friends. Yeah. What's wrong so. with seasoning your food, white people? Hey, don't <laughs> don't forget the name of uh, Gargamel's cat, though. Azrael. Azrael. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a great um, name, though. How is yeah. that satanic? I don't know. I just thought it sounded. Oh, really is that cool. the name of a demon? Sounded it might like be yeah. the name of a demon. <laughs> okay. The next one is gummy bears. <gasps> Bouncing here and no, there and everywhere. No, no. Slander. <laughs> <laughs> dashing and daring courageous and caring what the fuck is wrong with that magic which is so prevalent in the smurfs cartoon is also a dominant theme in the gummy bears toy story there are five gummy bears and one is a magician what <sighs> papa bear the yeah the, the older one grandpa is that it um and he goes continue he says a little boy in one of the episodes befriends the gummy bears after mm-hmm. drinking a magic potion he helps them battle the enemies which are ogres led by an evil exiled duke. Mm-hmm. Although these to- toys are cute, the story behind the toys is filled with magic in the occult. Oh. S- uh, side note really quick. Azrael is God's angel of death. Oh, okay. fuck. He acts as a psychopomp responsible for transporting de- the souls of the deceased after their death. Very Honestly, cool. he sounds like a really cool dude because I wouldn't want to be transported uh souls uh, be a transported soul without a buddy to show me where to go i don't know very true i gotta see who played Azrael in supernatural because i'm sure there's an iteration of him on there anyway go ahead <laughs> all right the next one my little pony oh <sighs> the unicorn is a symbol of the antichrist which the prophet daniel describes in his vision as a little horn which rises in the midst of ten horns I always thought it was a narwhal. Tell me more. <laughs> There's a lot about this. Uh, it's just basically uh, they use the term uh, when somebody quotes um, the power of the rainbow will defeat you. 
Uh, uh, it's gay. Pretty... That's just gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really surprised you didn't talk about anything about homosexuality in this part. Well, because it was 85 and they thought yeah, all the true. gays were going to die of AIDS. That's so they didn't true. have to worry about that problem anymore. And then the last two really quick, because we got to finish, is the Care Bears. Care you Bears, said Care Bears Emphasis. already. I know, but this is a this is about the cuter innocent part. Yeah, it's a different oh, okay. chapter about yeah. why they're bad. <laughs> Care Bears emphasize feelings, especially in the feeling of love. Most of Care Bears' actions are dictated by the feelings, by feel, are dictated by their feelings. However, the Bible tells oh. us that true love mm-hmm. is based solely on the feelings, on commitment. Mm. The humanistic Agape, baby. The humanistic element of our society wants children to base their lives and actions on their feelings. Oh. In reality, the most miserable people I know are those who have based their lives on their feelings instead of the Word of God. Gross. Yeah, I yeah, but it goes into what we talked about earlier on the feelings of pride. Don't ever feel good. You should feel bad about being feeling good. Feel like shit. Um, Also, the Care Bears fight back with their Care Bear stare, a power beam that comes from their stomach. Those who practice Eastern religion believe that a person is most most powerful when energy is focused at one central point of their body. Yeah, their third eye. The power beam that an anima- animates from the Care Bear's stomach is essentially the same concept. <laughs> so they're shooting chakra out their belly buttons? Yep. Hell yeah. And then I mean, that lastly, is satanic. <laughs> <laughs> lastly, and I'm sorry I'm rushing, but Rainbow Bright. No. Although Rainbow Bright is fighting for a worthwhile cause, the intensity I said no. <laughs> The intensity and violence of these scenes are much more than a five-year-old can handle. <laughs> On Rainbow Bright. How about just a baker is really creepy? <laughs> new, Dude, new, no, that, no you're thinking of uh, Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of Strawberry Shortcake. The last thing I'm going to say that he says on Rainbow Bright is that uh, about new age. Um, according to the word of God, rainbows <laughs> are a symbol of God's everlasting covenant that he will never destroy the world by a flood but the new agers <laughs> just a reminder i could kill you at any time but i won't with water next time it'll be fire love you those who uphold the tenets of new age movement or humanism the rainbow holds a different meaning Uh-oh. new agers use rainbows to signify their building of the rainbow bridge between man and lucifer who they say is the oversoul and that's where dead pets go? No. This is where this your souls go when you quick quick when you die. I have a, I have a quick question. Are new go age ahead. music and new age religion related? Yes, because okay. new age music you're using to like meditate and shit. So okay. just wondering. So that's no the... shit listening to new age. <laughs> <laughs> that's death metal. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make the poop scared. <laughs> So that's the first episode of Turmoil and Toy Box. I hope you guys are feeling uh, nice and clean afterwards and ready to go play with your toys and your kids. Um, hopefully you gain some understanding of, of uh, I don't know. Chrissy, thank you for giving us all the insight, actually. For fuck's um, sakes, yes. Yeah, really well, okay, I can't guarantee the accuracy of all of it. Because uh, oh, I didn't get to research this beforehand. No, you, um, you killed it for real. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. 
uh, <laughs> I am so goddamn annoyed right now because he uses all this pop psychology to analyze mm. all this stuff while I guarantee the other side of his mouth is talking about how pop psychology is of the devil. Oh, yeah. I don't even need to read a quote by him to know. That's yeah, absolutely. Right. It also just like reminds me of like, people, uh, the way he would just do shit about listing all the real facts about something and then just state some random obscure thing. It'd be like, yeah, well, the moon is in the space. Moon is in space. Like the sun is in space. Therefore, we could probably walk to the sun if we landed on the moon. Yeah, what? you got to wait until we get into some other stuff where he uses <laughs> definitions, oh, uh, which is at the end of the book. Um, that'll it's like be fun. flat earthers. They just come oh, to the absolutely. weirdest conclusion. Yeah. There's yeah. no way he hasn't proved himself wrong many times. and like, erase, erase <laughs> that really quick. <laughs> oh, you mean like him and Pat Robertson and all the other ones who are just like, no, I didn't fucking say that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't say assassinate. Um, Gaslighters, right. a lot of them. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Thank you for joining us. Uh, please email us uh, at xcompod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at xcompod or the excommunication station podcast on Facebook. Uh, Though we're not terribly active on the Facebook, but please come comment and we'll be more active. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anytime anybody message or comments, I usually respond or Donovan or somebody, please uh, leave a five-star review if you like us and uh, you can leave a little comment in there if you want to, that'd be nice. That uh, helps that us helps out a us. lot. Yeah, that mm -hmm. does. It really does. Um, just take two seconds and hit that five stars. If you like us, I'm not yeah, forcing hit, anyone. Yeah. Hit the um, five stars and then leave a short comment about, how sexy uh all of our voices are and mm. <clears throat> yeah please Chaz will send you uh 16 dollars <laughs> uh, okay if you send me 30 dollars i'll send you back 16 <laughs> in a self-addressed st stamped off yes yeah. yeah you act um, now you send me 100 i'll send you 16 yeah <laughs> Uh, thank you to the band Iron Cheek for letting us use their song Those Heads Are Our Heads for our intro and outro uh, follow me at um, Chaz Cure or 17 underscore seconds or listen to my other podcast The Holy Hour where Gavin and I talk about things Cure related they're getting Donovan, pretty popular yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Donovan do you have a quick hot take for us I don't have a quick hot take I'd I want to just suggest a movie please everyone okay. watch Men no one has watched yes, Men yet. I need to. I need to. I need, I need everyone to watch it. Yeah. It's, it, it, it came out last year uh, or earlier this year. It's an A24 horror movie. It's like a yeah. psychological one. Uh, it's so fucking good. It's like. It's about how men are terrible because I can get on board. Sorry, guys. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, no, no, I, no. Once yes. it comes available to rent for like $5.99, I'll watch it. It's at so. Redbox. It's everywhere, bro. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll watch it uh, Monday or Tuesday in the morning. Yeah. It's but not Red Tube. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's go to Red there's, Tube. <laughs> when you watch it, there's so many layers. There's like uh, the literal yeah. layer of what you're watching, and then the symbolism behind it, and shit. Just, just trust me. It's especially yeah. if you've gone through some shit with shitty dudes. It's a really how good movie. how rapey is it? Because if it's called Men, I expect a little rape. There's uh, a there, no, it, there's no rape, but it alludes to uh, to advance. There's advances and yeah. stuff, but it doesn't mm. ever get like graphic. It okay. doesn't actually not. It never like gets anywhere. There's just creepiness. It's it's called men because it's just it's men. 
It's okay. that's it. Just trust no, me. No, I know. It. I know what they do. I've uh. There's a reason a that all the dudes in the movie look the same. Wink, wink. Just watch. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, Chrissy. Quickly, do you have anything for us? Sorry, uh, I'm saying for, quickly no, too much. No. Uh, for my fanfic <laughs> peoples, uh, I'm gonna say I'm real under the piano about the ending of Teach. Oh boy. And to the two of you, I'm gonna say if you ever imagined that there could be a really cute story about people falling in love that is romantic comedy worthy that starts at a glory hole what that's how all the good this stories happens <laughs> very cool i love it yeah okay like it all is right. it is the hardest right turn of anything i've ever read in my life damn very that's, cool that's props <laughs> yep all right you guys he's been with you with your butt God damn it. <laughs> and everybody say sorry i gotta go pick up food that's why i'm trying to no i figured something get us out of here good. yeah right. so enjoy your my food. food my food's gonna be cold i like my looks i like my personality Almost every second that I'm awake But it may be the reason